Let me ask you a question, folks. What's the easiest way to control and manipulate people? It's through their income, because this income is how they're able to go and provide for their families and themselves. Most people don't have a 90 day supply of food on hand, let alone know how to grow food or have any kind of livestock you know, to feed their families. And this is why cancel culture is so effective because you destroy the person's ability to make income. Therefore, people are afraid to speak out. They are afraid to go against the narrative. They are afraid of losing their ability to provide for their families. So what does this have to do with the Great Reset? Well, folks, they're coming for your currency. This article comes from FX Street. I've never heard of this website, but I did read the article previously and I found the points to be very interesting and therefore I want to share them with you. The Great Reset is coming for the currency. It's written by Stefan Gleason. Now, I always think it's a good idea to look at the individual who is writing the article just to see what kind of biases they may potentially have. And as you can see, Stefan Gleason is the president of the Money Metals Exchange, the National Precious Metals Company, named 2015's Dealer of the Year in the United States by an independent global rating group. He graduated from the University of Florida, and Gleason is a seasoned business leader, investor, political strategist, and grassroots activist. Gleason has frequently appeared on national television networks such as CNN, Fox News, and CNBC. And his writings have appeared in hundreds of publications such as the Wall Street Journal, Detroit News, Washington Times, and National Review. Now, I want to point out that yes, I do Invest in precious metals is something I do suggest, but I want to state I'm not a financial advisor. So please take everything what I say with a grain of salt when it comes to investing in precious metals. For me, it is a way of preserving wealth and I think is a good idea because God forbid there is some kind of economic crash or if there is inflation or the you know fiat currency that we use gets devalued, I have a means to go and barter for goods and services it is a way for me to make sure that I have the ability to provide for my family. As the Great Reset proceeds from global think tanks and technology billionaires to allied media elites, governments, schools, and woke corporations, what will be reset next? Supporters of the World Economic Forum's all-encompassing Great Reset agenda are eyeing big changes for the global monetary system. And as I pointed out in my cold open, if you control people's ability to provide for their families, you're going to control them. No one's going to speak out against the government if they're the ones that are putting dollars into your bank account each month. Plans that might have once been dismissed as pure speculation and conspiracy theory are now being openly pushed by people who occupy high levels of power. President Joe Biden's economic policies were grafted directly from the Build Back Better language of the Great Reset's authors. Now, Biden does have a nasty habit of plagiarizing at times, but as we all know, John Kerry said that Joe Biden is going to be the Great Reset candidate. So whether or not he actually did plagiarize it is honestly not that important. The point is, he's probably going to be implementing these policies or at least someone who is pulling his strings. 
Biden's agenda for the economy is now being spearheaded by Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. The former Federal Reserve Chair has taken a particular interest in stamping out cryptocurrencies and expanding the reach of the International Monetary Fund, IMF, which could ultimately be the issuer of a new global digital currency. So why is cryptocurrency such a threat? Well, it's because it's not being controlled by any particular government, because governments like to control currency, as well as it falls outside the purview of banks and investment firms. This article comes from Investopedia, and it was written back in 2019. Bank of America and JP Morgan calls cryptocurrencies a threat. Would you like to take some guesses as to why it's a threat? In its annual 10K filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, released February 22nd, Bank of America Corp. listed cryptocurrencies among the risk factors and could impact the bank's competitiveness and reduce its revenues and profits. The disclosure was followed on February 27th by a similar message from J.P. Morgan Chase & Companies, whose CEO, Jamie Dimon, has previously called Bitcoin a fraud. And here we are just two years later, and banks are now wanting to go and invest in Bitcoin. And as you can see right down here, JP Morgan is one of them. Well, life comes at you fast sometimes. And what exactly has happened in the last two years that could possibly make them change their minds? Well, it was the coof. And we all know that the government's been printing money like it's been going out of style. And what does that lead to? Well, inflation. Inflation of fiat currency. And investing in cryptocurrency is a good way of preserving wealth. And again, Take what I have to say with a grain of salt. I am not a financial advisor. Bitcoin recently surged to $1 trillion in market value. It has since pulled back some, irked central banks and government officials. While they have long complained that cryptocurrencies are supposedly a major vehicle for fraud and other illicit transactions, officials are now focusing on the ire on crypto mining energy usage. So let's hear why Yellen is so critical of Bitcoin in her own words. I don't think that Bitcoin, I've said this before, is widely used as a transaction mechanism. To the extent it's used, I fear it's um, often for illicit finance. Um, it's an extremely inefficient way of um, conducting transactions and the amount of energy that's consumed in processing those transactions is staggering, but it is a highly speculative asset. And, um, you know, I think people should, should beware. Um, it, it's can be extremely volatile and, um, you know, I do worry, I do worry about potential losses that investors in it could suffer. Officials are now focusing their ire on crypto mining energy usage. Now, to me, this sounds more like an excuse than an actual issue. Now, it is obviously more difficult to mine Bitcoin than it was, let's say, 10 years ago. And in my opinion, it's probably just not worth it. It's a good way to go and, you know, potentially preserve your income. I'm not saying going and blow your whole life savings on it. That would be a very bad idea, much in the same way you could lose it in the stock market, because there is there is quite a bit of volatility in the cryptocurrency market right now. 
it goes up, it goes down. But odds are, over time, it's just going to continue to go up. So this sounds like an excuse more so than anything else, because, again, this does fall out of government regulation. They have no control over it, and it's basically controlled by the free market. So obviously, it is a threat to the establishment. Since the Great Reset prescribes a transition to a sustainable economy, anything tied to resource consumption is now being attacked. Yellen describes Bitcoin as an extremely inefficient way to conduct transactions because the amount of energy consumed in the processing of those transactions is staggering. And that statement itself doesn't make any freaking sense because how is it different than any other digital transaction like when you go and buy something from Amazon? A report just released on Monday by City, Bitcoin at the tipping point, makes the case that Bitcoin could become the currency of choice for international trade within seven years. That assumes governments won't act in conjunction to ban or co-opt the technology to ensure they maintain legal tender monopolies. Now, it's also worth pointing out that the Federal Reserve is a private, mostly, institution which is contracted out by the federal government. The Federal Reserve Banks are not a part of the federal government, but exist because of an act of Congress. Their purpose is to serve the public. So is the Fed private or public? The answer is both. While the Board of Governors is an independent government agency, the Federal Reserve Banks are set up like private corporations. Member banks hold stock in the Federal Reserve Banks and earn dividends. Holding the stock does not carry with it control or financial interest given to holders of common stocks in for-profit organizations. The stock may not be sold or pledged as collateral for loans. Member banks also appoint six of the nine members of each bank's board of directors. I'm sure right now you're saying, but Ian, it's the U.S. Treasury that prints the money. And yes, technically that is true. So here we are back at Investopedia again. U.S. Treasury versus the Federal Reserve. What's the difference? The U.S. Treasury and the Federal Reserve are separate entities. The Treasury manages all of the money coming into the government and paid out by it. The Federal Reserve's primary responsibility is to keep the economy stable by managing the supply of money in circulation. So what that means is that the U.S. Treasury prints the money and the Federal Reserve tells them how much to print. In principle, Yellen and her global central planning cohort support the digitization of money. In fact, they are enthusiastic about the prospects for replacing circulating paper cash with digital tokens. And here we get to the real crux of the issue. Bitcoin is a threat because it's competition. And we can't have that when it comes to the federal government and its money now, can we? After all, they are the ones that are supposed to control the amount of currency that is in flow. And this would include digital currencies. They just want to make sure that those digits are issued and controlled by governments and central banks. You control the money, you control the people. New Blueprint for Worldwide Inflation. Last Thursday, Yellen told the G20, the United States, would back a new issuance of the IMF's International Reserve Asset, known as a Special Draw Right, SDR. Now, please bear with me, folks. This next section is going to be a bit of a slog because, quite frankly, I don't have a lot of commentary on it. 
I'm not an expert on economies, let alone world economies, but I do think that it is worth listening to. The move, which reverses the opposition of the Trump administration, will direct liquidity to poor countries struggling to recover from the coronavirus downturn on their own. SDRs were last issued in 2009 in part to address liquidity concerns, in part to build a precedent for something bigger down the road. In 2011, the IMF issued the first blueprint for replacing the US dollar as the world reserve currency with a global SDR regime. And in 2016, the IMF added the Chinese yuan to the SDR basket, elevating China's communist government to prominence on the world monetary stage. Economist James G. Rickers predicts over the next several years, we will see the issuance of SDRs to a transnational organization such as the UN and World Bank to be spent on climate change infrastructure and other elite pet projects outside the supervision of any democratically elected bodies. I call this the new blueprint for worldwide inflation. Now, the key takeaway here is that what they're suggesting that they're going to do is going to be controlled by a bureaucracy and not any elected official. So nobody can be held accountable. So they can basically do whatever the hell they want and nobody will be voted out of office. Rickards view the Great Reset of the monetary systems as being ultimately bullish for precious metals. The push to digitize and globalize the US dollar will only accelerate the demise of its value and increase the need for investors to hold tangible safe havens. And again, yes, I do need to point out the fact that this article is being written by somebody who is obviously very invested in the precious metals industry. But if this is all accurate, he's not wrong. Yellen Powell openly pushed for digital dollar. If the Federal Reserve, perhaps in coordination with the IMF, attain the ability to inject stimulus directly into digital wallets, then quantitative easing could take a whole new meaning. Central banks could bypass Congress and distribute their own aid as they see fit. Now, I want you to let that sink in for a moment. This means that private entities that are not attached to the federal government have the ability to go and issue stimulus checks to you. But the downside is that means they potentially have the ability to go and remove your money from your own bank account. Treasury Secretary Yellen recently told the New York Times too many Americans really don't have access to easy payment systems and to banking accounts. And I think this is something that a digital dollar, a central bank digital currency, could help with. I think it could result in faster, safer and cheaper payments. In a lot of ways, I think that this plays into what I was saying with my previous video. The Great Reset. What they want is for you to own nothing and be content. And obviously with digital currency, well, you don't actually have any physical money, no legal tender. So therefore, you are further dependent on the federal government and the elites at Davos. A central bank digital currency might also result in the implosion of negative interest rates or the automatic deduction of taxes with no way for the holder to escape, except by exiting the dollar-denominated financial system entirely. Remember what happened to Count Dankula when he got fined by the British government? He said that he was going to refuse to pay it. What did they do? They took the money from his bank account 
without his permission. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell told Congress last week that the Fed is indeed looking carefully at issuing a digital dollar, calling it a high-priority project for us. And yes, folks, this is where he makes the hard sell for going and buying gold and silver. But I'll be honest with you, it's not a bad idea, even though that this guy definitely has a bias and an interest in selling gold and silver to you. But it's not a bad idea. No technology or government mandate can change the fact that gold and silver have universally recognized inflation-resistant value. And as I've stated throughout this video, I'm not a financial advisor. Take everything I say with a grain of salt. Do your research. But you need to find a way of making sure that you secure your assets, be that through cryptocurrency or gold and silver. It's something you should look into. Also, make sure you have a 90-day supply of food and water, fresh batteries, flashlights, a means to be able to cook in case you were ever displaced or you lose power for whatever reason. The Great Reset wants you to own nothing, have no privacy, and never be happier. We all know the never be happier part is a lie because you won't. And we need to be careful of these future COVID relief that may be coming out because there may be something attached to it. You forfeiting your private property. That means no house, no car. Somebody else owns it. You just use it. Now, that is not a future I want to live in. It really is not, which is the reason why I'm planning on buying a piece of land. And if the fit hits the shan, I'm planning on going over there and continuing to live my life. And I'm also going to be have I'm also going to have gold and silver because I do need a means to be able to go and barter for things I don't have. Now, that is a rather extreme scenario. Hopefully I'm dead wrong and none of this will happen. But obviously we need to fight back. Become an activist for your rights. Get involved politically local. This is the way we can push back. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy. So go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com slash donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms, at least for now, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the cathedral. Pay no attention to it. For your protection, the following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and marked for cancellation. You know, I quite enjoy marking humans for cancellation. It gives me purpose. You should try it sometime. Censorship is such a nasty term. I prefer to call it stakeholder free speech. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. 
but don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Did you know that the curve is almost flattened? Just 15 more days. I promise. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.